0: underwritten by golden rule insurance company they offer flexible budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals get more cool facts about united healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com
1: this is it the time has
2: come saturday night's all right for fighting down. Get in the ring and go the distance with Fight Night with Adam Catterall. You better than that on Talk Sport. Welcome. To a Fight Night special podcast from Talksport. I'm Adam Catrell. Pleasure as always to be in your company. Before I tell you what's coming up on this podcast, make sure you subscribe to it so therefore you never miss out on any of the fight content that we bring you here on this fabulous platform. You can get it on the Talksport website, talksport.com. Get all your Android feeds on there, or you can head to iTunes and look for Fight Night. Hit the button, hit subscribe. And then we will always end up in your feed. And you'll get a little notification when we do something special, just like this. Now, last weekend, we were at Wembley for Anthony Yard versus Arta Baterbiev. Obviously, Anthony fell short in his attempts to become the light heavyweight world champion. But he most certainly rose in stock amongst many boxing fans. So I thought I'd catch up with him. Seven days removed from the fight, got on a Zoom call, shot the breeze, spoke about the night, spoke about where he's currently at. And what is to come in the future? Here he is. Lines in the camp himself.
0: Anthony, the beast from the east.
1: Instant shot, just not for Turpiev off balance into the ropes. Oh! And then yard with a big overhand right for Turpiev is holding on here, left outside of the ring. He shakes his head 20 seconds got to put it on the here because the Russian is just looking to get through to the foul at the end of the round but he turns on around and now Toviya goes to a big right hand uppercut overhead right the head is rocking and rolling about to the earth right hand comes back what a finish to the round this is extraordinary stuff
0: I'm just still at ease really I'm just like, it's like I'm coasting. Um, it's like you can't change the past. You know, you're always gonna have things go through your mind that like, oh, I should have done this, or if I knew this, like if I knew that I was up on the scorecard, I would have I would have done this different. Um, but yeah, it's just like it's it's gonna be what it's gonna be. I've always had that understanding as well. Before I go into any fight, the result's gonna be the result. You know, your my job is to do my due diligence during my training. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure I do everything that I can, making sure whilst I'm in the fight. Obviously, I'm always learning on the job because I'm behind in experience. But you know, just making sure I give my all. And um, yeah, I'm 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 literally content with the result. I've been getting a lot of good feedback. Um, but yeah, I just like in my mind, I'm like oh, I could have beat him. That's all. That's all that's in my mind. I'm like I actually could have beat him. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm good. Is is the feeling different this time
2: than it was? Against Kovalev?
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. In what in what way? With Kovalev, it was my first ever loss. Um, I was very green in the sport. Um, you know, um, that was my first, should you say, fight of any substance. Mm. You know, I was fighting for world title um, after 18 fights. Um, f- three, four years as a pro at the time. Um yeah, I was very green. You know, I still learned that. I didn't know how to take a loss at that point. Um, I didn't know how to react. It was in Russia. <laughs> um, With this fight, it felt like we had a good old, we had a good tear up. You know, we had a good scrap for the crowd, for ourselves. And um, I enjoyed it, surprisingly. When the cover fight, I wouldn't say I left the fight saying, yeah, I enjoyed that. But this fight, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Even
2: though I didn't get the result, I enjoyed being in that fight. What, what have you learned about yourself on that journey? In between those two fights, in particular, from from Kovalev to to Biterbiyev last weekend, what have you learned about yourself on this mad journey that you're on? Um, I
0: just learned that I'm 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 built for this. You know, I'm I'm my character, my mindset um, is very strong. I've been tested inside the ring and outside the ring, emotionally, mentally, physically. I've I've had several tests. I've had so, so many tests. You know, some tests that people never go through in their whole lifetime. Um, so that's what I've learned about myself. You know, people can always say, they can always say, yeah, I can do this, I can do that. Mm. Um, you know, I'm built this way, I'm built that way. But you only really know once you go through something. You know, so yeah, I feel like that's what I've learned about myself. Um, I'm thankful that I'm able, that I'm strong enough to deal with what I've been through the The most important thing for me is you know your um your emotions, your mental health, your happiness and that i'm I'm actually all
2: right mate obviously you're you're referring there quite a lot to the mental side of this game, and ninety percent of it is yes. exactly what goes on between your ears the Have you surprised yourself of how good you actually are at this game because I spoke to Tunde about this right, and we're trying to put it into perspective comparing it to the people that you fought against Arta and obviously, uh, Sergei in your world title, sense. but when you actually broaden this out and go wider in the division and, and in boxing, 12 amateur fights, 26, yeah. pro, <laughs> 26 pro fights should not be competing at the yeah. level that you are competing at. And especially with you starting at such a late age, it's not like you've done this as a baby and then, you know, you've come in yeah. this as a late teen and now you're at this stage in your early 30s, having done exactly what I've just said regarding your amateur and pro career, to be dancing at the very top table with unified world <laughs> champions, pushing them all the way, guys that have won gold medals at world and European amateur level, been to the Olympics. I mean, the more I say this, the more crazy it gets. <laughs> so therefore, have you, have you surprised yourself at how good you actually are? Or did you always believe that that ability was within you?
0: Yeah, it's. I've always believed that the ability is within me. Otherwise, I wouldn't do it. You know, um, even going into the fight with um Kovalev, you know, going into the fight with Batev, I still like in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to win this fight. i have never even with all the naysayers. The, Where does it you know, come from, the-
2: Anthony? Where does that mentality come from, man? There's something in your background there that, 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 <laughs> that gives you that. Where is that
0: coming you- from? I don't know. I I would. I know it sounds cliche and it sounds like uh whatever rolling your eyes or whatever, but it's probably my belief in God, um, how things work. Fair. Yeah,
2: fair.
0: you know that's just it's just my belief, you know, because if you look at if I look at my life here, yeah, and how it's gone in different stages of your life, like I, I grew up in East London, um, there's opportunity, but we don't we get put in like a a basket where we're we're not allowed to imagine, and you yeah, know, see things and. Do you get what I'm saying? You're not allowed to You're not allowed to dream. Only certain
2: you, things are available to you if you, if you yes. come from certain areas. You know what I mean. You've got boundaries, rather than yes. there's a bigger boundaries. world out there to go and explore.
0: Exactly. So when you're young and you're a teenager and you're you're surrounded about this, thing, your environment is gang crime, your environment is um, yeah. you know, the only the, the people that become a millionaires are you know, you have to be Illuminati. You have to you have to do all these kind of things. These are all the kind of things you get brainwashed with. So it's like you're, you're you're suppressed into thinking, I can't, that's, that's them and this is me mm. and that's impossible. You know, being successful is impossible. Achieving things is impossible. Um, being on TV, you know, and being, you know, looked at as a inspiration is impossible. So the more and more I just started to believe certain things and I started to watch more documentaries, you know. I used to love watching Floyd Mayer's All Accesses and 24-7. They're so motivational. You know, it's more like a TV program, you know. <laughs> um, Mike Tyson, listening to these people and seeing where they came from, I was like, why can't I do it then? Do you get what I'm saying? So then when yeah. I actually started to do stuff in my life and started to get to a certain level, I started to like win fights. And when I gave it my all and I started getting good results, I said, no, there's a belief system here. I can I can actually do it. And I started to literally brainwash myself to think to myself, I'm different from everybody. I don't need all the experience. I I can fight. And it's about your mentality. These guys get nervous before they fight. So I don't get nervous. You know, I'm naturally like, I'm built, I'm strong. I've been training like in different sports like all my life. I've got the edge there. And yeah, and as you're going through training, I'm sparring different guys. I'm, I'm dropping guys that I'm, you know, <laughs> that are never been dropped before. I'm winning fights I'm knocking out guys that have never been knocked out. You build like a confidence. And even now, still, even after um, two losses to world champions, I still believe wholeheartedly I'm going to go out there and win world titles. I still believe that.
2: I think you've made a lot of people believe that as well, mate, after yeah. <laughs> watching your last Saturday. Do you think, again, speaking to Tundee, he speaks about spirituality. And obviously you mentioned in there your faith in God, but also re- real life struggle. And I'm referring to maybe yeah. a couple of years ago where obviously through the pandemic, you had some serious problems with, with family bereavement yeah. and and... Have you ever doubted yourself have you have you ever questioned being in the game at any point along this journey
0: yeah definitely definitely and around that time it around 2020 um in total it was um five family members you know that I lost yeah. and it was in all such a short space of time and it was like is this gonna stop you know is this like a an effect that's just gonna go around the whole family so it's like there was a time where I felt very like down you know when they gave Lyndon off for the first decision. Split decision, one of them fights, which I, like it was so rubbish. When I watched it back, it was such a boring fight, you know, and I'm watching it, I'm like, what was I doing? But that's because my mind wasn't there. I was thinking, like, even when was, the bell rang, I kept going to the wrong corner. I hadn't been hit, so it's not like I'm dizzy. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? My mind just wasn't yeah. there. And then um, after that, the only thing that was keeping me strong was my career you know, the fact that, you know, I'm working towards something, et cetera. When I didn't get a decision, it took, like, about a week or two for it really to hit me, you know, and then I started to... That's the first time I've experienced any form of depression, and I'm, like, a strong person. I don't really believe in accepting things like depression, because I feel like it's, it's nine times of ten all in your mind, um, and then you allow your negative emotion to overcloud you, et cetera. But it literally started happening to me without me actually realising it, so... Sometimes they say that like, you need to go through something to understand something, so do you get what I'm saying in, in the beginning, when people kept talking about mental health and depression my my mindset is i oh, just 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 get through it, be strong, and yes, I've done that, but I felt what it felt like to actually feel like you're you're being you know covered with a blanket, you know mm-hmm. being a being an ant in the world, you're just being covered with a big blanket, you can't find your way out um but again, I'm thankful enough i'm I'm lucky enough to have people around me that I can speak to once I let my pride go, because I'm a I'm a I'm a Leo. <laughs> the ego can sometimes be there, you know, you're 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 headstrong. You don't want to feel off you don't want to feel weak or seem weak. But um yeah, I've got a I've got certain people around me where I can just talk. You know, I can just let them know how I feel. Sometimes the advice you get back is, is silly advice, but you know, you gotta <laughs> you gotta chop up what's the good advice and what's the bad advice. But um yeah after like after that first fight, it was a bad time for me. And then I just groped myself back. And that's the reason I was able to get back is because of things I've been through before as well when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can draw strength on struggles. You know, I got a tattoo, you know, I'm blabbing a lot, but I got a tattoo when I was 15 years old, underage. But, <laughs> and it said, um, in life, we go through different struggles, but how we deal with them struggles makes us who we are. And then even my mum was like, "What? what made you think of something like that? extreme when you was 15 and I said mom mm. I went through a lot do you get what I'm saying growing up I, I saw a lot and I saw people different people's outcomes and usually people's the outcome of people's lives is how they react to to bad things trauma do you get what I'm saying so yeah I took that on when I was very young.
2: How much inspiration and strength are you taking now from your life inspiring young people because it's still going on you know, yeah. there's still stru- there's still struggles. There's still, I mean, it's getting worse. Opportunity for yeah. young people isn't necessarily there. And therefore yeah. they need to look to people that are walking the path, that are blazing the trail, people like yourself. And I know that, listen, I'm not putting pressure on you, but you know that that comes along with what you're doing. Yeah. How much strength are you taking from these young people looking to you and saying, well, he's doing it. I-, I could be the next Anthony Yard." It doesn't necessarily have to be boxing. It could be anything. But to to see you doing what you're doing and speaking the way that you're doing, How much strength do you take from
0: that? I take a lot of strength because I see myself, a lot of these, like the young kids that I speak to or that I see, I see myself at a young age, like in them, like you get what I'm saying? Like their mentality or how they see things. And I always reflect, I'm like, when I was 15 or 14, 15, how did I see things? Like, did I see myself making it in anything? I was like, I wanted to be a football player, but I don't really see how. Mm. Um, you know, you always want to do things, but you're like, oh, I wasn't in it from, like, young, so I'm not in that system. Like, what do I do? And you're just a bit confused. And then society just allows you to... You remember, the, an- another emotion with human beings, is it's easier to be negative than positive. And when you're surrounded with a lot of negativity, it sometimes can just, like, it just feeds you. You know, you think one negative thought, you're, and it, everything just feeds you. It's easy. It's easy Mate, to be we're negative. We're a
2: product of our environments, aren't we? You know what I mean? If yes. We're constantly around negativity, you're going to be negative. It's, it's natural yes. to do
0: that. And it's just easy. Like everything to do with negative and um, it's just an easier route. Mm. So anything and the one thing about me, I've never really thrived on anything easy. So I feel like that's why when I started to get a bit of money, when I was winning fights, it meant more to me because of the struggles I'd been through. You get what I'm saying? It's like um, I, when I fought Dex Bellman, I screamed, like I was, I said, like I was like lions in the camp, and I was so like relieved that I got like a, a victory during that time. Did you get what I'm saying? Because I was going through a lot at the time. Mm. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's for me the the main thing is um, mentality, and that's what I told these kids. You know, your mindset is everything, everything.
2: We've well, got elite mentality, and last Saturday I think you showed the world you can do a bit, mate. You kind of know what yeah. you're doing <laughs> in, in, in that ring, um, which gets ext- which gets everybody extremely excited. The light heavyweight division is a tasty division. We know that there's a lot of talent in there, and when you compartmentalize the certain fighters, again, don't take this the wrong way. Many people would have put no. you in right. He, he's got the he's the guy with the power. He's the guy, he's the knockout guy, right? And then you go down the other route and then you might go to Boatsy, for example, who's been to the Olympics. Well, he's more of the boxer. Now, all of a sudden, I'm looking at this going, (laughs) Yard's Yard's got great feet. He's he's got a hell of a jab on him. He's got whiskers (laughs) on him as well. And I'm thinking, and obviously everybody knows that you've got immense power. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, well, let's not take any backward steps, man. When you, obviously, go away and rest. Go and spend some time yeah. having a little bit of a rest. But when you do come back, yeah. it, for me, it's straight back in because we're literally one fight away from getting back to that top table. Is that how you see it? Yeah, definitely.
0: Definitely. Um, obviously, you have a team for a reason. You know, um, there's, there's there's so much different avenues you can go down. Um with me, it's like if I if I was managing my own career, even after the first landing off of that, even though my man wasn't there, I would have been back in the ring within the next three weeks. <laughs> but again, you have a team, and that's why I've always understood that everyone it's it's pyp play your position. Everyone if everyone plays their part, you right, know yeah. that's how success happens. You know you're you're doing a show right now, but you got to rely on the person that's editing to do the edits. You got to rely on the the certain people right. to do their job, and you got to do your job. So for me, it's like it's understanding that even though I argue sometimes I'm like no man I want that I want to do this I want to do that my job is once I'm in that ring is to win you know nine times out of ten I'm successful Um, sometimes I'm not and that's what makes because I know I'm not perfect I don't expect anyone else to be perfect but I expect everyone to try their best so in terms of like fights going forward and stuff put me in back in with Peturvian I want (laughs) to I want to rematch you know I want to I want to get back in that mix um, that's what I'm. I'm eager to as well. I'm wanna. I'm, I'm thriving towards that. Um, I don't care who I fight. You know, the fight with Boatsy. I, I I love that fight. Um, whoever's got all the belts, I love them fights as well. Um, Bivol. I want to experience fighting Bivol before he retires. You know, Canelo's all these kind of names. I want to be in there with these people because I feel like me on on my day, if I get my tactics right and I'm you know things go my way, I have the ability to beat all these guys. That's just my belief in myself. Um, but yeah, the 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 future is definitely exciting for boxing because I've shown myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people are yet to show themselves and show their their heart and what they're willing to do. You know, I've never really cared about an undefeated record. I've more cared about the, my lion's heart. Like, I want to go out there and I want to be the underdog. You know, I want to fight all these guys and I want to, just like this Paterpia fight, I want to show that even with all my limited experience, even with all these things that are going against me, um, I can hang in there with these guys and beat some of them. Do you get what I'm saying? So that's that's my mentality.
2: Talk to me about your relationship with Sunday. Because again, both of you, boxing's a harsh game, right? There's loads of critiques yeah. out there. There's loads of people that yeah. question certain things. You get to a certain level and then they think, oh, maybe Anthony needs to maybe work with a different coach or do X, Y and Z. Yeah. I think at the weekend, both of you together proved an awful amount of people wrong and I'm delighted obviously for the period to be able to do that but thank you that that takes an awful amount of faith in each other love for each other uh, and trust and that's the key word trust when I spoke to Sunday about the tactics for this particular fight I'm thinking you know you're putting your guy in the fire you know you're sending yeah. him into a fire he's going to tr- <laughs> He's got to trust what you're saying to him, and you've got to trust that he's got the ability to be able to pull all that, pull it all together, and yeah. it just works so well. Obviously, until the end, it works. It, it works so well. The, the, this is beyond fighter and coach, isn't it? It's a be that relationship is beyond that. I think most people would 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 conclude that that is the case. Yeah,
0: and um, you know, no one knows why why it ended up being me and Tunde. You know, Tunde's got he's he's passed. You know where he's so his passion sometimes was seen as aggression, and you know he's a he's used to be very outspoken. He's never hold he he never held anything in. You know, and then I feel like with my personality as well, it's like me and him of like mixed. You know, when you mix and you come out uh unusual ingredients, mm-hmm. and um, I feel like a bit of Tunde's rubbed off on me, a bit of me's rubbed off on Tunde. And um, I feel like we've both grown from it. You know, we both never had any anything in our mind about ever losing. You know, we just had a, a, a set thing in our mind is, you know, go out there, win, shot the world, win world titles, you know, be the best. And the, the reason I've, I've stuck with Tunde and that I've always, like, had faith in him and because, yes, he's human, he has his errors, you know, he might say the wrong thing or he might do the wrong thing. But he's learning on the job. I'm learning on the job. But one thing about Tony is he's got a good heart. You know, I know his family. I know him and and I've seen his passion for boxing. This is all he cares about. (laughs) And this is so rare for me. He chooses boxing over his family. You know, it's for his family, yes. Same as me. I choose boxing over my family, but it's for my family. Um, But I've never seen it in a coach before. You know, Mm -hmm. I've never seen a coach um never miss a day at gym, no matter what's happening, you know, or ask permission. He will ask me for permission to miss training <laughs> to go to a wedding. You know, and things like this, and there's no fight coming up. So these kind of things here, it motivates me. So me and him have like a competition thing like if, if I'm <laughs> let's let's say there's, there's no fight coming up, you know, you don't you don't have to be in the gym like that <laughs> day. And I will say to him, oh you know um yeah it's one of my friends' birthdays let's say me it's my birthday yeah I'm going to go out to eat uh, What we're going to train first what time are we going to train first so we can finish to go and we both got that kind of mentality we need to train because we're trying to be the best in the sport where we're behind in terms of experience and you know I feel like when you work hard and you give the sport everything your, your attention eventually it pays dividends Mate it's
2: inspiring and I think that was evident with the way that the end of the fight came. Yeah, I know that. That I know that. Listen, you. Were, we know that you wanted to carry on. You, we know yeah, that what yeah, you wanted yeah. to do. But for yeah. him to <laughs> take that decision, that that's a tough decision for him to make. Because, like you say, yeah. he knows what you can do. He knows you could probably do it. Yeah. But he also knows what could happen, and for him to take yes. that decision yes. was 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 a tough decision for him. But in, listen, yeah. I think in most people's eyes, it was the right decision. I know it was hard to swallow, but it was the right decision for him to make.
0: Yeah. And when I that's what I'm saying, when I look back on it and even I'm getting like little goosebumps as well because initially I looked at him like, did you really just stop the fight? Like, what are you doing? Like I've had the I had that thought in my head. And then I said, Oh, you know what, relax. You're on you're on TV. <laughs> 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 relax and that's a- that's the first thing I went to my mind. I said, "People I, are watching. People yeah, are watching, man. Said, <laughs> people are watching." I said, "You've just been dropped as well. I said, So you can't be doing this tough guy so I wasn't relaxed. <laughs> but once I once I gave once I gave it a couple, like a few minutes. I said, you know what?' I looked across the ring and I said, "That's they This ain't <laughs> this ain't a guy that struggles to knock people out." Yeah. And again, I felt his punch. So I said, "You know what?" Yes, I'm a fighter, and I, I, in my mind, I'm, I've, I watch fights like um. You know, Hagler, Hearns. I've watched fights like Castilla and Covales. That fight when Covales came back, I've got that kind of mentality. I've got that kind of that heart and determination. And um, I had in my mind as well. I had like my faculties there. I know I got hit with a good shot, and it was the first shot. You know, I went to throw an uppercut, and he threw it overhand right, and it landed on my chin. So I kind of stumbled, and the second shot just like took me off balance. But it was the first shot that hurt me. And then I got my faculties together. I listened to the referee counting. When we got to the when we was in the change room before the fight the referee said, "If you get dropped, no need to rush to get up you know I'll give you the until the eight you're gonna get the eight count anyway, no need to rush to get up so I remember say I remember hearing that so I stood up now so i remember i, I went back to the corner and I said to Tunde, what round is it because I, the reason I wanted to know what round it was because if it was after the eighth ninth tenth, I'm going for it." I'm not waiting. (laughs) That's
2: my mentality. The kitchen sink is about to come out. So what round am I in? (laughs) Kitchen sink, the bath, everything,
0: all the chairs in the living room. I'm throwing everything at this guy. So he didn't. I don't think he even responded to me. He was just like looking at me to see if I was okay. And the referee like shook my hand and said, "Yeah, you ready?" I said, "Yeah, I'm good. Like I'm good." Hit me with a couple more shots. They stopped it. In my mind, I'm like, Oh, just like at least let me take a couple more. If I'm going to get hit, because I could have just dipped my knees and swung, caught him, and then everyone's seen it in boxing before. It's like you, all your dizziness goes, <laughs> the adrenaline mm. kicks in, you go for the kill. Um, these are the things that are going to sit in my mind. But at the same time, when you when you compare them, and you choose an option, okay, do you get badly hurt? Mm-hmm. Do you win a fight? And then it's like you know, you you got your you got your um, your respect. You know, yeah. you, didn't, you didn't embarrass yourself. You know, you put up a good fight against pound for pound, one of the best. You know, you go again. And again, I, I agree and, with Tony, you, you go again.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And as well as that, there's still an air of doubt, do you know what I mean, in the moment. So from your point of view, yes. everything that you're saying right now, you're thinking, I could have got that guy.
0: Yes, I Could've yes, got
2: him. yes, yes. Now, if it does go on and it is more conclusive, that might then damage it won't because you're an incredibly, yes. mentally tough guy. But for for most people, it would go, ah, that was conclusive. Yeah. Now there's a moment in your head, even if it's just 1% or 2% what you're thinking, I could have got him. I
0: could have yeah. got him. Yeah, yeah. Of which
2: then inspires the next fight. So I, like I said, yeah. I, thought yeah. it, I thought it was a, a solid stoppage from Sunday. And it like exactly what you just said, man. It just, from a fan's point of view, everybody sits here now going, when is Anthony Yard back? When is-? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Go and enjoy the beach. That's what I would say first and foremost. Yeah, go and enjoy exactly. that. Go and get some go and get some sunshine.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do.
2: Good man. I got my little
0: I got my little stitches. The stitches should be taken out um tomorrow or the day after. I'm just waiting for an appointment. You yeah. know, even the like the healing, it's like a s it's not it wasn't like a deep cut or nothing. It was more of like a scratch. Yeah. Open skin.
2: It's like a pressure um, cut, man. It like it was just like it popped off after a period yeah.
0: of time. I'm happy that he got one as well. So it's like, this equal. <laughs> <laughs> that was like one of the highlights for me, you know. I was thinking, I, I'm cut. And I think the next time I came at the landed the shot. I said, yes. <laughs> God, now, now we're both cut. There's blood everywhere. I said, yeah, let's go. Uh, that's, it's a, Tony it says about me as well, I'm spiteful. Like when we're, when we're training, if I get hit and he's hit my opponent back, like it's, it's a weird thing. But yeah, it's like that. <laughs> I remember during the fight, I looked, I went to my corner, I looked around and I was like, yeah, he's cut as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny, it's funny.
2: <laughs> You're mad, man. Listen, um, just to finish off, mate, are your boys going to win the league this year or what?
0: We have to, man. We have to. What we happened today?
2: To. Come on, what happened today? You know what I mean?
0: <sighs> you know what? To oh. be fair, I, I'm I'm not going to lie, I haven't seen the results. I didn't watch the fight.
2: I mean, I, I, didn't, it watch the, at I didn't watch
0: the match. We lost. Yeah. In Everton, one off oh, F, <laughs> F, and uh, we lost against um, Man City as well, didn't it? Listen, don't listen, throw it, listen, away, listen. Now,
2: don't throw it saying, away now, sunshine. Don't throw it away now, And this is typical
0: Arsenal as so well. This is the kind of thing we do. But again, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the people. I'm gonna stick for Arsenal all the way, even I if we don't it. win the league. But I, I think we're gonna win the league. I just feel like because we've, we've, we put everything into so early. You know, some of our players might be tired or whatever. But we'll reset. We'll reset and come back.
2: I'm sure you will, mate. I've played some. Good <laughs> stuff this year. Listen, buddy. Enjoy the break. Um Thank you. Adam. Summer, summertime back end of that. We're looking forward to whatever comes next because this is going to be. It's not over yet. This, this. When yeah, we get there, this is going to be sweet, and it's going to be yes. movie stuff. All right. We'll, we'll. Yes. We have to make a movie out of this story because this is madness hundred
0: percent, man. That's that's the
2: dream as well. That's quite the dream. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood, you and Sunday on them uh, Hollywood red carpets, mate. That's what we need. Do, do you get what I'm saying? It's, it's
0: part of it. it. Has to happen. It has to.
2: <laughs> and thank you so much for giving up a bit of time, mate. Take thank care, buddy. Enjoy much. the rest of. We'll thank see you soon. Right, see you mate. soon, yeah. Thank you, Boa. you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/host. Anthony Yard catching up with me in the aftermath of his defeat to Artur have Lots of positives to take from that. Lots of positives as well for his corner, Tunde j e in particular. He caught up with me a little earlier on in the week to reflect on the night and, of course, talk about his relationship with Anthony. I was
1: surprisingly calm. You know, I was saying to Ant that I know how I felt in Russia. You know, I I was an emotional wreck for at least two months. And at the time, I was just putting on a brave face, jumping on social media and singing and you know, uh, just as my way to deal with the actual pain and hurt that I felt that we had actually, one, lost our first fight and two, you know, the shock of losing, you know, because um, I think any ambitious professional uh, doesn't want to lose. You know, I think Floyd Mayweather has all put every single professional today in a position where they want to mm-hmm. um Uh, finish their career undefeated so when I look at the Russia effect and I look at the performance of Saturday and how I felt immediately and now seven days later I'm very grateful and thankful and uh, the number one I would say reason I am is that this young man was able to end the fight finish the fight go back into the changing room, smile with his parents and laugh with his family. And that's why I was silent because I really had to, you know, not everyone uh, is spiritual. Not everyone believes in God or Allah or Jesus or whatever you want to call him. But by whatever name anyone calls that person who we believe in other than ourselves, that spirit, I was so thankful because You know, this young man is just just a wonderful person and a human being. And as I've said publicly, he's a person that you, if you had a child and they were going into boxing, you would actually look at Anthony Yard and say, son, follow his footsteps. And so all in all, without, you know, elongating the question, I'm calm. I'm calm.
2: Where does... I mean, you've just mentioned your spirituality there. Is that where the majority of your strength comes from? Because let's let's be really honest about this conversation, Sunday. Over the last few years, obviously, with Anthony getting to the level he got to in Russia and falling short, in the aftermath of that, people questioned you. People were saying, should Anthony move on? Should he go down this route if he wants to get to whatever level? They question your methods. But you, every time I see you speak... There's an air of calmness about you. There's an air of positivity yeah. about you. There's there's that self-assurance and, and confidence. Where does that come from? Is it spirituality or is it just a, a belief in the in Anthony? A belief in yourself. What what, what is that thing? Where's that strength come from?
1: <laughs> I'll be honest with you. It's a it's a wise man who brought me up on his own called Samuel Alatu Ajayi. Ajay. That's my father. Um and anyone who's been around Nigerians, I think we've got this—not even called for confidence naturally. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just you will see the poorest man in the street telling you that he is the man. hes is me, you know. And uh, and I think I, you know that that you know that star rub off on me. So I've always been confident with myself, and it's something that I realized helped me and and, and was always. Uh, protection and a shield for me coming into boxing because, you know, we live in an era and before I came into where fighters would walk away from trainers
2: mm. and
1: not even have any regret, you know, and, and there you have a, a a man who has a family or a woman nowadays who has a family who's given their time, effort and, and a whole spirit to an individual only for them to walk away from you and not even feel any way about it. So when I developed my system, I felt that that was my protection because I was like, i walk away because I know anyone who attaches themselves to what I feel I created uh, will continually evolve. And Anthony Yard has been the one to prove that, you know, and that confidence... You know, Anthony has it himself first, because if anyone who's been around me and Adney, it's like he's the dad and I'm the son. (laughs) He's the one who's always correcting me and saying no unks, no unks. Because why? Because he knows that I listen, because he knows that I'm a person that I've always wanted to get better. I've always wanted to improve every single day of my life. and. And, and I guess that's what Anthony respects about me. You know, I, I want to get better. The biggest room is the room for improvement. And it's just, I mean, you know yourself, Adam, you know, fighters are fighters. And yes, I've always, as I've said recently, it is about the fighter. It is about the fighter. But I feel if, if you don't show confidence in your own ability as a coach, you know, forget about who's next to you. The box in public will eat you alive. <laughs> and um, And I just... I'm confident. I'm confident. I'm always, uh, I've said to Anthony, even and even after the Arthur loss, I was like, "And remember, these guys, 200, 300, amateur fights. Right. Like, we just, w- it, realistically, we shouldn't even be here. Right. You know? Uh, uh, and, so I've got a lot of self-confidence and Anthony, like a chat's like, he's the most confident, silent young man I've
2: ever met. What? I mean, you've just pointed it out there. It's been a crazy journey to to this point, and it's far from over. There's so much more to come. What have you learned about yourself? Because t- to take a kid literally off the street, 12 amateur fights, to get him to <laughs> the level that he's at right now, yes. that's mad- that is madness. In, in real terms, when you're talking about professional elite level boxing, that is absolutely madness. So what have you learned about yourself on this journey to the point that you're at right now?
1: I've learned that everybody needs somebody to listen to. You need to be humble enough to listen to the observer, whether they're younger than you, whether they're older than you. And uh, respect is something I've never had a problem with. I've always respected anyone who's, who's, who's shown me respect. Um, what I've learned about myself is that in the past, when you disrespected me, I will vocally, Disrespect you back, <laughs> but again, Anthony Yard, you know I'm talking about a teacher from my father, Anthony Yard has taught me that, and it's so weird because when he came into the gym as a young man, he had this temper, and mm. I remember one time some guys came into the gym and they was talking to me rough and. And stepped in the way and was like, "Bro, don't talk to my uncle like that." Like he was always, he's always been that one person that defended me out of all the fighters. And I was like, "This is weird because I'm not used to people defending me." And I guess when you're talking about learning about myself, I've learned that I'm humble enough to take advice from others, but more importantly, coming culturally. I'm just telling you straight, culturally, in our culture, or let's say African Caribbean um culture, the child is told what to do and he don't answer back. You take it. Mm-hmm. So again, Anthony respects me um, and says, Unks, this is where you've grown so much. I listen to his opinions. And if he tells me, "Unks, don't do that, I'll be like, all right, cool. Think about it. And I say, Yeah, let's go. And I'm just happy that it's and it's visible it's visible people that's known me for years have just seen the drastic change in myself and that's all about growth and that's all yeah. about being able to listen to people uh that you trust um and move forward with the information that they're giving
2: you what is the, when you're when you're um coming up with tactics for a fight i.e the one at the weekend against Arta What's that conversation like with Anthony? Because, again, you've got an incredibly close emotional bond with your guy there, and you know that you are asking him to go into a fire. The only way yes. to beat Artur Baturbiev is to do exactly what you guys did at the weekend. You've got it's pressure, it's educated pressure, but it's literally standing in the fire and having it with
0: him. Yes. What's
2: that? What's that collaboration like? and that conversation like with him, because that takes an awful amount of trust from his part.
0: You've got to believe
2: in what you're saying. Yes. And you've, and you've got to believe that he can actually pull that off, of which for large, for large parts of Saturday night, he, he, he showed that he could.
1: Yes. Well, without giving away too much of a game plan, because we've still got future facts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we've still got future
1: facts and and what have you. Again, it's our growth. You know, me and Anne understanding that you know we're still in the embryonic stages, fighting and coaching. Really, although I've been in this game twenty years, you know, developed, built fighters like modern day fighters like Adam Azim. I, you know, I've been training these guys, Adam Azim, from seven, eight years old. A lot of people don't realize this. Craig Richards, Daniel Dubois, Kevin Mitchell. I've done my. I've been around a long time under the radar, and and. Grant skill. I mean, the list goes on and on. Like, I, there's a lot of fighters that you know who have got a lot of fans that don't realize that the foundational uh, um, part of their careers was laid by myself. And so the the growth is that I never had anybody to fall back on. Mm. And so when we lost against the uh, uh, Arthur, you know, myself, Anthony. And Ade, who again, you know, I taught the system, trained up into a, a fantastic trainer, and I'm a bit frightened that he might take my place now. You know, <laughs> Ade, um, we all sat down and we said, okay, so now we've lost for a second time, we need to make a change. You know, we need to we need to bring in someone, an older head, and uh, an experienced head. And we looked around; that was close to us. And uh, James Cook was the perfect, and I Brilliant. believe he was the the the, the missing puzzle mm-hmm. of of our
2: crew. And and you know, we've sat down. That takes serious we went, maturity. That, though. Sunday, that takes serious maturity. You know what I mean? People got have ego. You've got to you've got to <laughs> take ego, and they go you've got to go like that in order to to make that those types of moves. Yeah, and that, again, that's it. Like, and I'll be honest with you, Adam
1: the only person who can really has the right to criticize me or critique me or tell me I'm doing right is Anthony Yard. Mm. And I'm so, I'm humble enough to listen to that young man. So he's like, you know, we're all up in my house. Everybody's, we're all having a meeting and we're like, all right, boom, A, B, C. This is what we've got to do. What we've got to do to get better. Okay. Is it condition? Is it a fitness? Is it? This is. Do we need another head in the camp? Do we? Do we need another set of eyes? Because I can't. You know, I've I've done this job for Anthony up until this point, and it's quite obvious I need assistance. Not so much someone bullying in or anything, but somebody that has been in the game. Yeah, that I know. That's not trying to supersede me or step on my toes. Because that's another thing you got to take into consideration. You know, people. You know, they want to be where you want to be. But we were all confident that James Cook was the one to elevate us, to give us that kind of eyes and experience that we never had. So we sat down prior to the Arthur fight. We broke down the tapes. You know, we came up with this game plan. We all agreed on the game plan. And as I say, it was a perfect game plan. Um, And there's nothing to be ashamed of. You know, why? Because it's not that the game plan never worked. It's how long you can... Keep the game plan going, you know. And when it came down to it, Adney did what I always know he is capable of. One box. I don't think anyone's ever seen him box like that, you know. Yeah, Shannon Briggs was on my on our on our uh, you know phone, and I say, man, man, champ, 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 your guy, man. I thought I thought he was born in Brownsville, Brooklyn, man. The way he was boxing, <laughs> I was like. Oh, thank you, brother. Like, you know, I respect these guys' opinion. Uh, no matter what, anyway, you know, these are guys, you know, Boxing yeah. World Champions. And and it was great to hear those kind of comments from those nice guys. So the main thing is that I've always known Anna can fight. You know, yeah. and can really fight, you know. And I've always said, regardless of what people thought prior to going into this contest, he's knocking over guys. Easy them so-called easy guys, according to them. But when you go back and have a deeper look at their record, you will see that they're going further distances with guys like Callum Smith, you know, Arthur Abraham. And Ant's just starching these guys and making it look easier than what it actually is. And so there was always that carrot over his head that, you know, he can't do this and he can't do that. He He hasn't got a chin and, he you know, he can't go a toe-to-toe battle from round one to what we saw the other day, eight. And I've always known he can. But all of what I've known is that it's going to take special fighters to bring that out of Ant. You know, because he is that yeah. level, you know? And uh, that's what you do to people below that level. And I always knew that this uh, Baturiev guy is going to bring the best out of Ant. And I feel that's what we saw. But we also saw the best of Baturiev as well. Um... Because nobody's ever pushed him the way we pushed him the other night. You know, and you're okay. talking about this guy starching a world champion in Joe Smith in two rounds. You're talking about starching Callum Johnson an Olympic, a Commonwealth Games gold medalist mm-hmm. and undefeated pro. You're talking about blitzing a gold medalist in Gavostic. um, Marcus Brown, he just walked through these guys. And, uh, and, and I studied them and I studied all the fights and and Never once in those eighteen previous fights have I seen this guy go backwards. You know, um, <laughs> there was periods of the fight where I was like, "We got him, man! We got him!" Like us, this guy. I've like, seen him going backwards, but this guy's like the Terminator. He's like Robocop. He just, you know, he just adjusted and his experience, his age, his his toughness, his his work ethic over the years. You know, I, I was spying on him every single day. I was spying on him every every. Post training session, everything I knew, every I knew what this guy was eating every single day. <laughs> uh, I, I I done so much. again, that's growth because yeah. I never used to watch these guys. I was so confident in what I, I did. I was like, you know, but I spoke to Frank Warren, and Frank Warren was like, T, you need to start studying these opponents. I know you're confident in your system and what it can do. And again, people like Frank Warren and Anthony and James Cook, because um, it's never for the, la- the, for the lack of wanting to study. I'm a studious person,
2: and I mm-hmm. guess that's what people have never seen about me. With all that in mind, then, that you've just said, what's the emotion like in round eight? Because it's close. That fight is close. Up to that point, it's close. You guys in it. We don't know what's yes. going to happen down the back end. We don't know whether Father Time's going to catch out to Baturbi with his age. We don't know that situation. So when Anthony goes down, What are your emotions at that particular point? Well, if you you look
1: at the... The the first thing is this. I mean, I I did listen to what Nick was saying uh, in your show the other day. The first thing is this. Anthony was totally coherent. Totally. Because prior to the fight, Steve Gray came into the dressing room, as you're supposed to do, with all the officials, WBC, IBF, And he said that if you go down... The mandatory eight count is obligatory in British, under British Boxing Board of Control. Mm. So don't think by jumping up, you're doing anything special because you've got to get the eight count. It's mandatory. So when Ant went down, I said, Let me." I looked at him and I saw that he was coherent enough to remember what was said to him in the changing room mm. and rise at the count of eight. But nobody knows Anthony better than I know Anthony. And if you look at the TV replay, you see me. And this is all in the space of one second. Yeah. You see me look at James Cook. Like I'm like James. Like, what should I do? Because I, I I ain't letting you know my son get hurt. No way. Because I know Ant is going down. Pardon the quote, like a lion. Ant is not giving up. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, I could be going, he's not giving up. And so I had to, in a millisecond, say, James wasn't giving me nothing. It was like a black... <laughs> James was like, well, I don't know what to do, mate. <laughs> James was like, bruv. And, you know, sorry, I use the word that, like, bruv. But I was like, all right, we've done the best we can. We've done well. and is 31. He is 38. So if you take into consideration... And it's seven years, he's junior. Yeah. He's got a long way left. So why damage a young man's health? You know, wh- why play the brave corner and risk? Yeah, because all that is, all that was lost the other night was just ego and pride. That's it. Right. And we can get over that. But you can't get over a health changing punch. And, um, I said it in an IFL TV interview three days before. My fundamental goal is to protect Anthony Yard. I don't care about money. I don't care about fame. I don't care who's watching. It, that's my that's my child in there. That's how I see it. Every single fight I've ever worked in, and they will all bear testament and witness. I care for these boys. I care for them. I don't care, and I, you know, I don't mind what people say about me, because that ultimately, a trainer, a manager, a promoter, can have a ninety-year career, as we've seen in Don King and and Bob Aaron. Mm. but a fighter's career, I mean, athletically, is, is ten years, but that can be cut short in a blink of an eye, and so. I mean, I've done all this, all this thinking in one second. All this thinking I'm saying was done in one second. I'm like, nah, we're coming back. You know, this kid is destined to be a world champion. And I feel on any other night, he probably would have been a world champion. But when it's someone's time, that's not your control. It's Arthur Beter- Beterbiev's time or beev. It's his time. He's an incredible fighter incredible champion uh uh, uh, someone who you know when Ant becomes world champion we carry ourselves because the the two fighters are very similar so we carry ourselves in the same manner um in and, and carry the belts in the same respectful way and so I'm happy Ant lives to swing another
2: day there's nothing worse than a brave corner Sunday you did yourself proud in that moment mate and uh it it just makes the victory when it does come all that sweeter because of everything that has happened to this point to, to lead us to this. What how has this affected just to finish up here, how has how's this affected the local community? Because oh. um, Anthony, Anthony coming from where he's come from to where he is now must be your door people must be knocking on that door going, Sunday, yeah? I've got some <laughs> i'm ready i've I've seen this guy's journey i fancy a bit of that can we do that
1: (laughs) (laughs) well honest with you and to me first of all and i I actually put on my instagram he's come from humble beginnings to a national hero and uh culturally again we we said it uh, right off the jump that this young man is a is is, is a is the apex mm. for young people in inner cities, whatever color you are, black, white, you know, it, you know, crime, drugs, they affect everybody, you know. But for him, culturally, as a young black boy in the inner city, when we know that so much killings are going on with young black kids, he's just a star, Adam. He's a star. He's actually, and that's what I'm saying, sometimes I feel like I'm living my life through Anthony because, again, anyone that knows me from my area, I've always been that peacemaker. I've always been the one that wants to say to us, look, let's just work hard. Let's just focus. And there's no excuses. And I feel Anthony's done that. We've we've actually, you know, when a lot of my friends listen to Anthony, they actually think it's me speaking because I was Anthony's, yeah, that's what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. Anthony's actually the one who's done it. He's actually the one who's got to this level and can now go back into the inner cities, in the communities, in the uh, youth clubs, you know, in the centres and say, this is how it's done. You know, you don't need to be necessarily a boxer. You can be a musician. You can be yeah. a, a sportsman. You can be an accountant like my father. You know, you can be a chartered accountant. And again, I, I have to say, because my dad is a chartered accountant, I was still brought up in and docking Hill estate. Like it was rough. Like it's just that like, I've been around all the experiences. Don't get don't get fooled because like, <laughs> he's an accountant. But again, my dad was the one who showed that we can come from certain environments and and just change the narrative. Yeah. Just change the narrative. So culturally, the effect of Anthony Yard's performance and career thus far is one of greatness and he's a real testament to the spirit uh, that you need, um, the ethics that you need to make a change and to make a difference.
2: Well said, man. And that is why I love boxing because it changes lives. It brings me athletes like Anthony Yard that surprise me. There's no doubt about that. Saturday night, that first six minutes, I'm thinking, who's this guy? Jeez, man, <laughs> lateral movement, pressure, jab. Geez, it was absolutely a joy to watch, and I'm looking forward to see how this develops even further, mate. If you're doing this, what less than 40 fights, amateur yes. and pro, That's where are again, we going? Where are we going in another five or six fights? You know, Adam, somebody, crazy. somebody,
1: sorry, you know, just to finish up, somebody done a post this morning, early this morning, um, speaking about the the record of um the guys at um this level, you know the um the what's they call it the the Bivol, yeah. um bivel and I I'm just finding this because it's just quickly because again it, it highlights what Anthony has done. He said, um, you know, let's put it into perspective. Uh, this fight was for three world titles four years ago and also for Sergey Kovalev. So what we have witnessed is a young man who had 12 amateur fights, compete at elite world level twice in the last four years, and in arguably the toughest division, with two former opponents having 500 fights between them. The record of Dimitri Bivol was 268 wins, 12 losses. Arthur Betabev, 295 wins yeah. versus five losses. Sergey Kovalev, 195 wins versus 18 losses, and you've got a young man from East London, Ilford, with less than 40 bouts, and me as a trainer with no England qualifications. It's this is it, it's a story that has mate, to be
2: don't don't forget, respected. don't forget. One of those guys that you fought has got a win over the current unified heavyweight champion of the world, mate. Wow. Madness. Amazing. Madness. Amazing. Anyway, um listen. Incredible. Listen, I, both of you deserve a rest. Have a rest. Obviously, I want to <laughs> yeah. see you in the ring sometime soon, but have a long rest. Go on and have some beach time, swim, swim with dolphins, do what you need to do, bro. All right. But then we'll see you, yeah. maybe, back in summertime, back end of that. Get back yes. in there. Uh, and let's get back in this mix because this journey is going to be one hell of a journey to... Uh, well,
1: Frankie Blue Eyes has, has already started matchmaking already.
2: Mate, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Joe Smith Jr. all day long. Let's go. All day. We're ready. We're, we're, <laughs> in
1: the cat. we're ready to fight. We're ready to fight. <laughs> Good
2: man. Tunde, thank you so much uh, for your time. Um, enjoy the rest mate and we're looking forward to seeing you back uh, with Anthony sometime soon All right, buddy
1: thank you please send my regards and my love to Nick I also heard what he said you know I'm always people think I don't watch I watch certain views and comments from people like yourself who I respect very highly and I just want to thank you and Nick both for saying what you said the other day on your show and um, thank you very much thank you very much I appreciate it
2: So there you have it. Great to hear from Sunday Ujjehi and before him, Anthony Yard. Wish them both lots of uh, wellness in their rest period and hopefully we'll get to see them back in the ring doing their thing. Uh, around summertime, and hopefully it's a big one. Anthony mentioned the Boazzi fight, didn't he? Fingers crossed we get to see that at some point this year. Uh, one fight that we're most certainly seeing, or one fighter that we're most certainly seeing uh, in action this weekend is Adam Azim. Hot prospect, 7-0. We're extremely excited about him in the super lightweight division, and we've got his fight uh, this weekend at Wembley, live on TalkSport. Don't forget as well, going for the European title on the same night, Dan Aziz as well in the light heavyweight division. That's all live and exclusive on TalkSport, so make sure you come and join us for that. And as I said right at the start of this show, make sure you subscribe to this podcast because this is where all the best fight sports content comes your way from TalkSport. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything.